You're listening to the Target Practice Podcast. W.E.S. Dollar. Giddy up. <laughs> coming to you live. Well, not really live, but coming to you in your ear at least. Okay. We can't use coming in your ear. What? <laughs> Damn, why? What's the problem? I don't have any alcohol. Mohammed, not following him. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, buddy. I just, I'm sorry. I just, we just can't take the chance I on just, you. You're going to fucking make this shit happen. Pull yourself together, motherfucker. Welcome back, everybody, to the podcast. It's me and Cody hanging out with you guys, talking all kinds of dumb shit, good shit, great shit. Who fucking knows? I guess we'll the find out while shit. we go. Yeah, I mean, fuck it. What do you do? So we're here today. <clears throat> I think we're going to bullshit about something that we both really like, which oh, is, yeah. you know, guns and stupid laws in California. Yeah. Which go hand in hand. <clears throat> yeah, this is on the, uh, on the front of, well, if you guys are listening to this, it... If you're listening to it on the day it comes out, it should be Friday, June 27th? 27th, yeah. 27th. No, 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 28th. Are you sure? 28th, yeah. Okay. I'm going to check that because yeah. I don't believe you. June 28th is Friday, 29th, June 28th, yeah. So you guys, yeah. if it's June 28th right now and you're listening, you have, well... Roughly 48 hours. Roughly 48 hours to go buy ammo. Yeah, before the state of California has decided that you're not trustworthy enough to buy ammo without looking at your background to make sure you're not a fucking criminal. So you should go do that. So you should knock that shit out real quick. Go to Wally World and just buy every goddamn (laughs) 9mm piece of ammo they got. Fuck it. Just turn us on in the car and get your ass over there. Yeah, Marge is waiting for you, that 50-year-old sweetheart (laughs) battery section. She's she's uh, yeah. she's waiting for you to come over there and and make her day yeah. by opening that glass door and saying I'll take everything. Yeah, um, I'll have some of the nine mil. Which one? What's all that? of it? Yeah, 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 <laughs> definitely. Uh, all of what? Every box you have. Yeah, everything. I'll Is take. Is that going to be I'll a problem? Case. <clears throat> Where's your guys' duct tape? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a pallet jack? Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm going to need all that ammo, duct tape. Where are you guys' shovels again? <laughs> you Never mind. Have, I'll find it myself. Do you guys have extra large zip ties? Right. You know what? I'll find that stuff if you could just help me with the ammo. Just Please. shrink shrink wrap it on the pallet. Can I buy everything here? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Give me five minutes. Let me walk into the automotive section and see what I can find. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Oh, man. <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, yeah, we thought on the on the cusp of this new law that we'd take the time to talk about some gun shit yeah it's real interesting i mean if you live in california or well let's see california chicago new york uh there's some pretty interesting shit going on for sure has been for last couple years but in in this i think we'll we can talk about the other states a little bit i don't know a whole lot about the other states Um, but besides that they suck realistically realistically uh you know uh, california is is going pretty hard pretty hard in the pain here as yeah. far as as far as other stuff and it, the funny thing is i feel like <clears throat> excuse me man uh i feel like 
they're trying to backdoor their way into getting rid of weapons or well i'm not a conspiracy theorist by any means and i I know there's a lot of people out there that they're thinking they're going to start confiscating our weapons well let me tell you something that didn't go super well for him if you know a couple hundred years ago it's probably not going to go that great for him now but what they're doing is instead of hitting and this is my opinion of course instead of hitting the weapon deal head on because they know they're not going to win that battle, right? right. They're not going to take guns away. What they're doing is making it super difficult for new buyers to own certain stuff. And also, they're making it more difficult for existing owners to purchase things yeah. like the stuff you shoot out of weapons. Yeah. So, I think they're, they're, in, they're kind of going about it. They're trying to cut of, our legs out from yeah, under us. Yeah, the, the whole roundabout way of uh, of <clears throat> limiting our access. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so. well let's 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 look let's go into the law a little bit just so well, for all you guys in like Texas and Arizona that don't give a fuck and have, probably have no idea they're like you guys have a new Iowa law well, no. that sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, <clears throat> we'll break it down. It's Prop uh, sixty three. Sixty three. Sixty three. Yeah. Um. It was a two-phase law. Two or three? I think it's... No, maybe it was it's two. It's a two. two yeah. um, phase one already happened. Phase one wasn't huge, but it did fuck with a lot of people. <clears throat> phase one was, um, well, face-to-face transactions. So you couldn't purchase ammo in the state of California anymore if it wasn't a face-to-face transaction. What does that mean, Cody? Mm-hmm. Well, that means you can't buy ammo online. Yeah. Which sucks. Right. Yeah. That's I know there's some stipulations from a couple of the ammo dealers online that if you're a state peace officer, they'd still ship it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Target Shooting Sports USA, something like that. I think they do it. I know for sure. <clears throat> Man, I have some in my throat, too. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> well, <laughs> not alcohol. Um, yeah. Uh, but... For the most part, you couldn't have uh, couldn't buy an ammo online. It had to be uh, in a brick and mortar store. Yeah, which is which is kind of ridiculous on a couple levels. First, the best deals you can find <laughs> for anything is online. All right, and in bulk, you can't even buy bulk ammo really. Yeah, there's stores. stores. I mean, there's some stuff in the Central Valley, um, yeah. you know, Kings or whatever. They've got bulk <laughs> stuff, but it's limited. Like, it, it's going to be in your major stuff, 223940, yeah. which, you know, covers a lot of bases for most people. But, And then you've got LAX Ammo down south, which they sell everything you can imagine yeah. in bulk. But they also reload their own stuff, and it's in a factory reloading facility down there. So <clears throat> that's, that's pretty cool. The problem is... If you were to go on LAX Ammo and you were to look at their prices online, it would be X price, whatever that is. Yep. Let's say, call it for two, two, three thousand rounds. You're you're right at that three hundred dollar yeah, mark. Perfect, right? Okay, it's like two seventy plus tax and shipping. Right. If you were to walk into that store and buy it, it's more like three fifty. Right. So they're really they're fucking up commerce yeah. in a lot of ways, and they're also. We're also losing the opportunity of being able to find our best deals. And you know what? Those dudes might not have the ammo. I mean, let's face it. California's got a lot of pe- people. 
Yeah. Shooting a lot of guns, oh, regardless of LAX the fucking laws. has been out of stock in a lot of things for a while. Right. And it's because of this. Yeah. Because there's nobody else they, people we can buy it from bulk right. so you, you can't you can no longer go out of state unless yeah. you're a peace officer well that's what half a percent or less uh, yeah, sure it's well, way less than that of the population <clears throat> i mean the point is almost the entire internet sales in the state of california for ammo is gone yeah completely so yeah so that was phase one and i want to say that happened in 2016 yeah I yeah, man, I can't remember, but you have to check check that check the facts on that, Paul. Well, a lot of guns, a lot. Of, I'm sorry, a lot of ammo laws are finalizing this year, July first. July first. The lead, no lead, that yep. goes statewide in oh, July first. You know, July first. So, you know, for you guys that aren't hunters, <clears throat> you might not know about it, but in the state of California. Uh, it is no longer legal to hunt with lead ammo. Right. Because there's condors in the state. Yeah. There's seven of them. When they took... Uh, on the central or northern coast. When they initiated the lead-free hunting, they did it in certain zones that were condor zones. Right. And the condor-free zones, as they labeled it, were still able to hunt with lead mm-hmm. until... July 1st, 2019. Right. Everyone's got to be lead free. Um, downsides to that is really just cost now. Um, I know at the beginning of it, people were having problems finding um, hunting rounds that were made of um, copper right. that were expanding correctly. Yeah, they were so, having issues with that. Um Sheep hunters were having issues with that. Yeah, they were just going straight through, not making a a wound channel big enough. The ethical kill flew out the window for a while with the the older uh, copper ammo. Because these people that think that they're they're so progressive and they think that they're doing so right by all the animals and all the people in the world thought it was a good idea (laughs) to make you use a copper round not knowing shit about, you know, ballistics and knowing that it didn't fucking expand right. right. So now people were shooting sheep, deer, pigs, you name it. Whatever, yeah. Putting a fucking pea-sized hole through it all the way, and mm-hmm. it bled out three days fucking later. And no right. one ever recovered it and got the meat off of it. Right. Yeah, good job, guys. Appreciate that one. And anybody that's a hunter knows that for us it's all about ethical kill right that's why we have limits on how far we shoot limits on when we shoot uh particular shots that we just won't take placements stuff like that so the funny thing is is that they banned it for hunters but not for target but not for yeah personal target shooting how many yeah yeah okay so like let's like if you were to take the amount of shots that are taken per hunting year for hunting it would be a fraction of a percent of the amount of shots that are taken daily for target shooting right yeah it's it's super weird now it's again they're not really worried about the condors it's a backdoor way to take our gun rights away that's all the fuck it is well a lot of people think that uh it's a it's a way to please PETA 
It's a way to please. <laughs> Who gives a fuck about PETA? animal rights activists that think that have a lot of fucking pull, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing. Those guys don't like hunters. Okay. Yeah. You know, and for whatever reason, they've got their reasons, and you you're free to have your reasons. I don't give a shit. You want to go kill a fucking hamburger at McDonald's and not think that that came from a fucking animal? Go ahead. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. The point that I'm making, or that all hunters are making, is that we know exactly where our meat comes from. <clears throat> yep. And we have no right, or we have no issue taking that, knowing that we're going to feed our fucking family. Right. And we know exactly where it's coming from, and it's 100% organic, right? <clears throat> yep. Good luck doing, good luck finding that, for sure, in a store. Good luck. Side note, small game season is quickly approaching. It is quickly I'm approaching. fucking stoked. I can't wait. Because so there's going to be a lot of rabbits and a lot of quail in my freezer this yeah, year. Yeah, goddamn right. Yeah. So. Um, so that was phase one. Uh, phase two is what starts July. The next phase of this is starts July first, two thousand nineteen, right. and um, that goes into the background check. And there was rumors going around about this law like fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. Like people thought that you're gonna go do the background check, and if you didn't have a gun in that caliber that you were trying to buy ammo wise registered oh, in your I name this you yeah. weren't they weren't gonna let you buy it so like I if you went yeah. and all you have registered is a nine millimeter and you're trying to buy shotgun ammo they weren't gonna sell it to you because technically you don't have a shotgun right right right. that's not true yeah that is absolutely there's not true there's yeah. no caliber restrictions and also no quantity restrictions which was another one you're only going to be able to buy so many a day oh yeah yeah right yeah. now oregon is trying to do that yeah, I did hear about that, actually. Oh, that's fucking hilarious yeah. because they want to limit the amount 15. of ammo, 15, and every fucking box of shotgun shells is 20. Every box of <laughs> almost anything is 20 at the right. minimum. Well, I think the... Except for if you buy turkey loads that come in five and are right. 50 fucking dollars. Right. Ronello, I think Ronell was talking about that on a podcast, but they were talking about how... Because it was like turkey season when they were talking about it. It's yeah. like, how funny is that that <laughs> you buy a box of shotgun shells, there's 20 fucking rounds in there but they want to limit it to 15. Now, that fucking bill's getting some traction, or it was. I don't know where it's at nowhere. now. There's a lot of fucking hunters in Oregon. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There's also a lot of liberals. In yeah, but yeah. they're, like, confined to, like, Portland. They're confined to, like, the southern part where they just escaped oh, from California. They tried to migrate west. to California. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's just super the funny part like you know for a fact that the guys that are making these bills the guys that are they're writing these bills yeah have never stepped foot into the outdoors when it comes to like hunting stuff like, right they have no fucking clue because anybody that's going to limit the amount of the the amount you can buy a day to 15 has never even went and looked at a box of ammo yeah. because you're not going to fucking find it and guess what dude the manufacturers aren't going to make special boxes for California, you dumb Oregon. fuck. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or Oregon, sorry. Yeah, same fucking state. At this yeah. Point. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty obvious that they don't, that they really don't understand what they're talking about, which kind of leads me into my next thing about ARs and, and that whole issue. Yeah. But, I mean, we can talk about that now or later, but still, it's well, like... Well, I want to go in just a little more into what Phase 2 is. Um, so, there is going to be... Um, it's, they're not calling it a background check because the California DOJ doesn't have the, the resources the pretty much yeah. of doing a background check on you 
that's readily available that day. Right. So what they're I can't I don't remember what they're called. Do you remember what they're calling it? It's like an inf- eligibility eligibility uh, check. That's basic what it is. eligibility check or something. Yeah. So it's going to be a dollar. So every time you go buy ammo, it's going to cost you a dollar more. Mm-hmm. Um. Pretty much what they're looking for in the basic eligibility check is. Well, it's are you legally allowed to own a weapon? That's all they're checking for. Right. There's two. It's a standard eligibility check. Okay. That's the dollar, and then the, and then you got the standard, and then you have the other one, I guess. I don't know the standard eligibility check, which is a buck, and then the basic eligibility. Okay, so check. the standard eligibility check is going to be a dollar every single time you buy ammo. Right. So there was also a lot of things going around. Like people thought you were going to have to like register once a year or get some sort of card to show that you passed. Mm-hmm. But what that doesn't do is like you could have passed July, January, you know, or July 1st and then fucking committed a crime. And now you're not eligible to own a firearm. Right. And then you would still have a card that was good through the years. People were thinking about that, but that's not what they're going to do. They're going to run a standard check every time you go in every time it's a dollar right they're pretty much basically looking have you purchased a firearm recently mm-hmm. that's basically what it is and they're running your name through the firearm the prohibited uh, buyers firearm buyers list yeah that's it right right that's it um supposedly it's going to take anywhere from one to three minutes mm-hmm. so if you're buying at walmart that means it's going to take eight to twenty minutes right um and then, oh, kind of a big thing, too, because I know this is a problem for me because I'm lazy, is uh, your ID also has to match. So for those of you that don't know, most of you probably do, when you go to buy a firearm, you have to give them your ID. Your ID has to have your current residential address on it. Now, if it doesn't have your residen- current residential address on it, you can give them official documents by a city or county so you can give them a water bill you can give them an electric bill things like that with your name on it that have your current address on it they'll accept that right that is not going to be the case at least with some of the places that are going to be selling ammo i don't know for instance walmart a lot of people buy their ammo there walmart is not going to if you bring them a water bill and an electric bill and your ID and you're like, here, I want to buy some ammo, they're going to look at you like you're fucking nuts because right. they have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, this is going to change the game at places like that because FFLs are used to doing this. They're used to like going through paperwork and right. checking and verifying. Plus, let's not forget, like I went through this process years ago yeah. with the FFL. There are fairly strict uh, stuff that you have to adhere to to even be on the list to be able to do the paperwork i'm not even sure walmart's gonna do if they had done the ffl thing well i don't think well here's the problem again mars 50 year old battery lady isn't going to be the one walking over to sell you the ammo anymore there's got to be a dedicated person that has to go through they have to go through a bunch of shit they i mean for firearms it's a little different because you have to go through a basic firearm check like you have to basic firearm safety check when you give somebody a gun regardless first of all they have to have the firearm safety card but they're supposed to make you go through a manipulation of the weapon to do that you have to be 
you have to be certified as an instructor. Right. They have to get their managers. The, okay, so continue. I'm sorry. Well, what I'm saying is, like, you have to be certified through a variety. There's a variety of things. You could be a range master through the state. Uh, right. You can you can be certified through the. Um, there's a variety of different certifications you can get through um, the National Rifle Association to become, you know, master certified in certain stuff. So anyway, there's a lot of things you have to do just to be able to do the paperwork on a firearm. Now, this right. is not going to be quite that difficult, but I'm assuming that they're going to have to have they have to have dedicated people because you fuck up some paperwork and it's all bad because this is all now connected federally. So like when we were going through our FFL stuff, we had a dude from what the, um, uh, shit, not the DEA, but the ATF. ATF. Sorry. Fucking brain fart. So we had an ATF agent that was like, quote, our guy. Yeah. And, he was super fucking cool by the way and but he would pop in periodically you had to add your paperwork in order i remember one day we were talking to him and asked him you know because we were kind of like everybody gets pretty like tensed up when fucking atf walks in you know it's like god damn the fuck well they come in they check your books they do it very they do it quite a bit or more often when you're new <clears throat> the reason they that they, you're doing it right. they, the reason is so that they can make sure you're doing it properly right all the paperwork's in order that sort of thing and and he goes relax guys every person gets fined <laughs> every awesome. single ffl gets a fine for not doing their paperwork correctly because shit changes and it's just the nature of the beast i'm like motherfucker we ain't got the money to get fined yeah you know and and he goes first of all we're probably not going to find it unless it's gross negligence right right so what we're going to do is we're going to come in we're going to watch we're going to see we're going to go through all the paperwork excuse me and uh we're going to give you a warning basically you know we're going to tell you what you're fucking up on and you got to fix it well let me tell you something the fucking 19 year old dude at fucking walmart that's stocking the shelves, not the dude, right? Yeah. So, again, dedicated guy. Walmart's not going to fuck with that. They, they have are, no reason to. But not are. in California, they don't. They're doing it. <clears throat> this one's going to do it. You think so? I, I know so. Well, I guess we'll find out on July 1st if they still have ammo there. So, <laughs> no, that lady that's always back there, Right. they sent her for certification. Oh, they did. Oh, so you already had the fucking answer. There you go. The problem that people are running into, I was, I was just, while you were talking, I was on the Googler, mm. and uh, they're having problems getting their sporting goods managers to pass the background checks. Yeah, so, it doesn't surprise me. Now, the uh, okay, originally, yeah. when, that first, when the first phase went down, mm-hmm. or came about, or whatever, do you remember, uh, we, we went to Walmart, Yeah. and they couldn't sell us ammo because remember that yeah it was like there there was like a week or something yeah because everybody at that point needed to have their paperwork that said that they were ammunition dealers for the state of california they were waiting yeah here's here's the fucked up thing that california did they they put the law into effect and they by most people's account purposely didn't send 
the 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 uh, licenses they slow to everybody. Fucked them. They slow fucked every. What's and what's crazy is the guys I talked to, and this happened all across the state. Yeah, there was literally an ammunition shutdown for almost a week after the 31st of December because that one went into effect like January 1st or whatever that year was. Mm-hmm. And there was a week where no one could buy ammo in California, yeah. and it was because. The government was shut down, and they wouldn't send the licenses in December because they weren't valid until January 1st. And then, as we all know, the government shuts down for two weeks to go on vacation in Bermuda or whatever, and all of a sudden, no one can fucking buy ammo. Yeah. So that that was a clusterfuck. Um. Jump back to phase one, something I forgot to mention was the phase one that happened in 2000, I think it was 16. They made it so ammo had to be um, out of reach of customers, which for the, for the most part, it all was normally. Yeah. But the shotgun shells were usually out. For some whatever reason, they always kept the shotgun shells out. Now everything's behind a lock case. Right. So. The one thing I just was looking at, and I to kind of go into that difference between the eligibility check and the basic eligibility check or standard yeah. versus basic. So the one thing that I didn't pick up on originally that I that I just found out. Okay. So the standard eligibility check. One dollar every time. One dollar every time. The basic eligibility check is for people that do not have firearms registered to them. So okay. they have to spend 19, 19 bucks for the year. And then they can buy Not ammo for a year for every thirty days. And I you can it was, use it once. No, no, no. It's you pay nineteen dollars, and you can do it every. You can buy one thing of ammo every thirty days, or okay. buy as much as you want every thirty days. So if you don't have a firearm registered to you, mm-hmm. and you want to buy ammo for your homie, I mean your yeah, family, for your family, right? Sorry, you have to pay nineteen dollars for the year, but you can only buy ammo once every thirty days, right? And what that tells the government is that you have unregistered firearms. <laughs> so don't do that one. Or you're buying it for your family, right? Yeah. Or homies. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Go buy a Ruger 10.22 for $200 at uh-huh. fucking Big Five when it goes on sale. Right. And then you can buy whatever ammo you want for a dollar. Yeah, that's interesting, actually. So the other interesting fact to the, the, the standard or I'm sorry, the basic is it will take 10 days to get it to pass the background. So right. just like... Because they're going to run a background. <clears throat> that's that's a full-on background check as if you're buying a weapon. Right. So you might as well just buy a fucking weapon. Right. Yeah. So if you can buy the ammo, you can buy the weapon, basically, is the deal. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, that's interesting for sure. Dollar every time you want to buy it or $19 a year, but you can only buy it once every 30 days. But you can buy as much as you want. Yeah. So the deal is, is the deal is, is that it's per transaction. Yeah. So if you one transaction, the way they said it was like if you go in on Saturday and you spend the dollar and then you come back Sunday, you're fucking spending the dollar again. Right. So buy the amount of ammo you want. It's there's there's like Cody said, there's no restriction on what you can buy and how much of it you can buy. Yeah. All right. If you want to drive away in a fucking U-Haul van with all the ammo that have a fucking party. Do what you want. Yeah, and it's only gonna cost you a dollar. Right. It's only gonna cost you a buck. So it's like the hazardous waste fee that they that they would tack on to stuff that you were buying and bringing in. 
Like right. if you were buying powder for reloading or you're buying ammo or whatever, they would they would stick this $25 hazardous waste fee on. So most people were trying to buy as much as they could so they could kind of, you know, break up that $25. I'm glad you mentioned that <clears throat> because I have a solution to all this. Fucking reload your own ammo. Yeah. Because I let mean, me tell you, when a bullet is in pieces... Okay, let me ha- scratch that. For all you reloading nuts out there, mm-hmm. when a round is in pieces, mm-hmm. don't have to do a background check. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you're 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 just buying the stuff. You're buying you're buying metal. Right. You're buying gunpowder, and you're right. buying lead. Right. Reload your own ammo. Yeah, everybody should everybody should know how to do that anyway. And if you okay, if you're if you own a weapon, yeah. If you go shooting, or if you go hunting, or whatever. For whatever purposes that you own that weapon, you definitely want to practice. You definitely want to go train. You definitely want to be able to manipulate the weapon and understand how to do it. Especially very proficient. Especially in the heat of the moment. God forbid something was to happen. This is why we own weapons. We don't own weapons to show off. We don't own weapons just to own them. We own weapons for purpose. You know, if that purpose happens to be defense of your home, family, and friends, if that weapon happens to be for hunting whatever you want to know how to hunt you want to know how to shoot i'm sorry yeah you want to know how to manipulate the weapon in any scenario without having to think about it so that being said reload man i mean i got we we got you going on it i mean i was big into it for years and uh yeah i'm not i'm not this new ammo law doesn't affect me in the slightest right because I get my ammo from Cody's Ammo Factory in my gun room. <laughs> yeah. Right. And that's the way it should be. I mean, again, it's one of those things that you should learn how to do. You should you should have the knowledge if you if you hunt. Or I'm sorry, if you shoot, I keep yeah. saying that. If uh, you're going to put as much if you're going to be proficient in your firearm, which everyone should be, you might as well try to get the same proficiency into your ammo. Mhm. Yeah, know your absolutely. ammo as good as you know your firearm. Right. And it, you know, not it's not for everybody i get it you know and let me tell you if you're if you're the dude that goes to walmart or wherever and buys range ammo like range like winchester the white box mm-hmm. the range pack oh, yeah. and you go shoot your glock or your sig or whatever mm-hmm. let me tell you load your own ammo and then go back right and see the accuracy and difference. see the accuracy yeah. difference the threshold for issue or the threshold for powder drop and all you know all these different variables that we don't need to get into right now (laughs) but just just talking about variables in general the difference between doing it yourself and buying at factory is generally unless you're buying specific you know if uh, if you're buying match ammo double the price though right yeah absolutely so and you know i got into this when i think it was obama's second term i don't remember when that was when the whole yeah when he was responsible for ammo well he was responsible for like the greatest uh gun sales in the history of this country which you know shout out to that dude yeah um for making some people rich but also there was a enormous amount of As people an ammo that shortage. went out yeah huge i mean you, year we're talking years we're not talking months we're no, talking years you of couldn't shortage. find this is some crazy shit you couldn't find 22 ammo yeah you could walmart and dick sporting goods was getting two boxes at a time on their mm-hmm. shipment days right and let me tell you there were seven people in line when dicks or walmart opened Every and you didn't get a box 
Right, no. You... I would go to the gun show here in Paso, mm-hmm. and there would be the only line at the fucking major ammo distributor there was for 22 long rifle mm-hmm. because it was gone. Right. And they said, oh, it's, we're having a shortage of 22 long rifle. Mm-hmm. Oh, you are? It just happens to be the most popular firearm caliber in the country, and you guys having a shortage for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Again, backdooring us. Right. Well, you got 22, 9, and 40. Those are 22, 9, and 40 were the, were the, and the 223. Those two, two, three. things, those, those four calibers uh, were gone completely. I mean, you could not find that shit anywhere. And they first said, well, it was because of, uh, the war and the manufacturers were yeah. were uh, making it for the military. Like, listen, first of all, motherfucker, they have different plants specifically for military yeah. ammo, period. Unless you got, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people don't know that, but the ammo that we buy, the ammo that we buy off the shelf is not anywhere close to the type of ammo that they have overseas or for the u.s military it's totally different it's box different it's built it's, different i think ours it's, is better it is absolutely <laughs> built it's absolutely better yeah but put that in perspective guys the right. winchester range pack you buy at walmart is better than what we're giving our guys overseas right yeah that's uh it's a fucking terrible thing yeah but i started doing it because of that i couldn't find shit and i would go to my local place down in la area to go buy all the we'll call them parts you know yeah okay or whatever you want to call it but the accessories yeah well the powder you know oh yeah the The ingredients yeah the ingredients so and we would sit in line there and he would have a person up front telling everybody while that we were in line what was left by the time that line by the time we got in the door and around and we were able to order we were able to buy whatever it was it was whatever he had left yeah you know unless you were there at fucking four o'clock in the morning camped out and this dude was getting shit in pallets so that was that was the reasoning behind mine uh getting into reloading and so forth and i've since got out of it a little bit got rid of a bunch of my stuff but cody started doing it so i was able to kind of show him some of the stuff that we used to do so yeah it's a great thing to do uh on any level it does not cost a bunch of money if you want to do it you're going to get into it for a couple hundred bucks now if you really just want to go basic it's a couple hundred bucks yeah a couple hundred bucks and you into it and then you are rolling i'm reloading nine for like 11 cents a round right the other thing too back then was the rounds went up big time Uh, i mean i remember buying a fuck a, a box of 22 500 you know 22 rounds for 20 bucks or whatever 18 bucks. bucks yeah i mean at, at that point when all that shit was going down that shit was 30 40 50 bucks that oh, was yeah. fucking bananas uh, you're paying a dollar almost uh, you're paying like what 10 cents a round for a fucking 22 round yeah get the fuck people buy 22 so they can go out and shoot a thousand rounds and it <laughs> it costs 10 bucks yeah. like you know or whatever 20 bucks well so yeah it was uh it was a fucking nightmare dude i mean and it's gonna happen again just so everybody knows this is it's all just up and down eventually this is gonna happen again and people that want to shoot it might be happening in some places right now well no that's what i'm saying like and that's what i'm saying unless you're stocked up people that want to shoot a bunch people that want to like go out and enjoy the outdoors and, and and enjoy shooting their weapons stuff like that 
you guys need to stock up, man, or you need to figure out how to do this. And it, like I said, I mean, you can talk to a bunch of people. I'm sure somebody that you know reloads if you're listening to this stuff and you're, you know, you like weapons and, and guns and so forth. Someone that you know reloads, talk to them about it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, and then there's uh, like everything on, on the lines like, and we said we said at the beginning of the podcast, everybody run and get all your ammo so you don't have to do it. Right. Well, you got to pay the piper sometime. You're going to run out. Unless right. you throw everything in your safe and don't ever use it. Right. By the way, if you're listening to this and you're about to run out, it's already too fucking late. That ammo's gone, probably. You're gonna have yeah. to run around. You're gonna have to run around your city or unless you're a looking for mile radius some to try and odd fucking caliber, like mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it's three hundred H and H mag or whatever that <laughs> fucking round is. Yeah. So, yeah. There's plenty of seven mil or six six and a half Creedmoor. There's plenty of that out there. I'm sure. <laughs> That fucking turd. Yeah. Yeah, I said it. There's more used six and a half Creed more rifles out there than there are new. Yeah. <laughs> Put that in perspective. Oh, yep. So. Do you want to dive into that? Yeah, let's dive into that big hunk of metal you got sitting on the table right here. Okay. I do have my AR sitting in front of me. And no coffee. I am out of coffee. <laughs> Everyone's like, why are you guys drinking coffee? Don't you usually drink alcohol? No. Well, it's fucking morning time. And I'm not a savage. Yes, I yeah, am. You are. <laughs> yeah. And let's not forget last time we were drinking. Not at an 10 animal. 30. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's definitely time for alcohol now. Yeah, it's a little But it wasn't when I started now. that cup of coffee. That's true. All right, Paul. Do you want to walk through it or do you want, like, what do you want to well, do? Well, so what we're looking at is an AR 15. It is. Uh, built from Cody the ground built up. built it from the ground up. Some parts that. Well, I gave him some stuff that I had, and and he bought some stuff. I've he had started it. with you started with eighty percent, right? Eighty percent lower. No, I bought the lower. Oh, okay, so you bought. Oh, that I'm I'll sorry, not eighty percent. You bought you bought the lower and the upper, ready to go, and then started piecing it together. I bought the lower that was already milled. Yes. Right. I'm the one with the. I've yeah. got the eighty percent. And then uh, yeah, went from the ground up from there. Where do we start? <laughs> well, I mean, you want to work back to front or front to back? Well, I think probably top to bottom, ground up, that sort of thing. Let's go I back mean, to front. Yeah. All right. So, well, let's give them the basic overview first. Okay. 14 uh, inch barrel with the two inch. Um, why am I blanking? Suppressor I can't do it. Suppressor or flash hider? Or, Not a suppressor. No. <laughs> they call it, what do they call it? The. Uh, Oh my god. Muzzle brake. Muzzle brake. We'll go with that. Muzzle device is what I was gonna say. There's a hundred different names <laughs> for so it. So it makes it sixteen, California legal. Boom. Right. Uh one and nine tw- uh, twist rate on the barrel. Um the handguard is black rain ordnance. Mm-hmm. Got this from the big guy across the table. Yep, yep. Um super light. Um it's in like a Almost like a brushed gray color. Yeah, Gunmetal gray. Yeah. So um, super that. light. Awesome. It's got Picatinny on the top and bottom at the front. Uh, for some people, if you're trying to get like a good C-clamp around the handguard, it's probably not going to be good for you because it's out there. But I have super long arms, so it's super perfectly comfortable for me because there's not a lot of adjustment coming back on the Picatinny rail because you can only put it the last six inches of the rail. Right. So you got to have some arms to get out there for it if you're trying to get a really good grip on it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, That's built for competition, which yeah. generally speaking, if you're shooting three gun, your arm, your forward arm is going to be if you're really doing, close to the to the end of the barrel, right. just just for stability purposes. Right. Yeah. If you don't know what's like a C clamp grip is, when you extend out, your hand's going to be at the end of the rail mm-hmm. or close to it, mm-hmm. and in a C with your thumb going over the handrail over the top of the rail yeah. yeah pulling it back into your shoulder right um yeah this you know yeah this is set up like pretty much for like running and gunning yeah because that's what i do that was the I original that was my original right uh hand guard when right. i built mine which was built and designed specifically for three gun yeah or for competition um my grip uh i use magpul's afg this is the second uh, series of that, so it's the angled foregrip two. Um, super comfortable. It comes with two inserts for your hand. Mm-hmm. One of them has like a little like uh, notch for your what would be my middle finger. Um, I took that out because you end up like trying to get to that notch, and I don't like it. Yeah, I just want to go where it's comfortable. Yeah, that's probably smart. I mean, it, everybody's different. Yeah, but I would I would think uh, it's better to find your spot. Yeah. and just go with it absolutely um coming back from there the heart of it um i went pretty cheap on the lower just because uh it was what they had at the time when i started putting this together it was a little hard to find parts so i went with and- anderson manufacturing lower mm-hmm. um some people talk shit about them cheap or whatever i don't have a problem with it i have the lower the lower all my lower parts kit is all anderson all mil spec We'll get into this a little bit, but I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna let you. I want you to finish okay. on the basics. But yeah, we're gonna get into what to spend your money on and what not to spend your money. Yeah. On. <laughs> so, and uh, so yeah, all the all the internals of the lower the trigger um, is all mil spec. Mm-hmm. Um, coming up the upper uh, hardened arms. Uh, that's what the upper is. Um, they make a pretty good upper. Uh, I had never heard of them when I bought it, but I heard a lot of good things. There's a couple guys I knew when I was uh, up in the Bay Area. Um, never had a problem with it either. Mm-hmm. Um, really like it. It's actually f- fairly light right? for an upper. Um, the bolt carrier group is the nitride. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't go for the nickel boron because it was like hyped up for a while, mm-hmm. and then I heard about people breaking it like into pieces. Really? Yeah, so straight nitride um, on the bull carrier group. Uh, coming back from there, uh, Radian Raptor charging handle, ambidextrous, only mm-hmm. way to go. Right. Um, they're kind of pricey, but again, we'll get into that, I think, a little bit in a minute. Yeah. Um, continuing back, uh, I have the Magpul CTR. Uh, buttstock, okay. uh, adjustable to like five five settings backwards, um, and it's the locking one. I know that Magpul makes a couple that don't have the lock. They're just the spring loaded oh, adjustment, right, right, right. but don't have the lock. Sure, um, yep. The lock's good. Um, it's a little more pricey, not that much. It also has the QD um, port on the back for quick. Uh, 
quick displacement mounts yeah. for or, your sling. Or quick release. Quick, yeah. yeah, it's quick release. Quick displacement. Not displacement. Bullshit. No, it's, it that, says QD. It, yeah. it, you're right. It's just a quick dumb dismount, thing. Quick dismount, I think is what it yeah, actually quick is. Quick dismount. Um, yeah, it's... So that's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming up onto the rail, um, I run Magpul. Uh, MBUs, flip-ups. Flip ups. They are... They're okay. They're not. Um, they're not the best flip ups, but they're for emergencies only. <laughs> so they'll do in the event of emergency. In case your optic goes mm-hmm. down. Your optic is. Yeah. Going to the optic, I have a Spark AR Red Dot yeah. by Vortex. Vortex. Vortex optics. Um, super awesome. Yeah. This thing has never come off zero on me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty rugged. It comes with a like a rubberized thing around it too to protect from scratches. I think it's kind of dumb because you can huck this thing against a fucking tree and it'd be perfectly fine. Right. Waterproof. Um, one of my favorite things about the the Spark AR is that it takes a AAA battery. It's not some weird ass battery. Mm-hmm. So in the event of something crazy happening, right, right, you needed a battery. It'd be pretty easy to find. Sure. A AAA battery. Um, okay. I also run the Magpul uh, QD um, attachment for the rail between my red dot and um, my MBU, my rear flip-up sights, mm-hmm. and that is so I can single-point harness off of the Magpul uh, sling system, which okay. is the Generation 4 QD sling from Magpul. I like that one because I can do single-point sling or mm-hmm. I can go to double-point. I gotcha. Um, so whatever your preference is. Uh, coming down, um, this is something I did recently that I'm super stoked about. I went to the Bravo Company Manufacturing Gunfighter Grip. Okay. Um, big deal, in my opinion, if you're running this thing on a sling a lot. Because when you're on a sling and you've got your hand on the grip of your weapon, mm-hmm. if you don't have... Well, if you have any type of regular grip or mil-spec grip, the angle coming back is going to be much more. So it's going to cock your wrist at an awkward angle. The Bravo Company gunfighter grip reduces that angle, so it's more straight. So when you are in sling, your hand, your wrist is much more running parallel to the ground, and it doesn't... Gotcha, gotcha, Cock gotcha. your wrist up and give you fucking arthritis in the next 15 years. Right. Um, moving around down, not much left. I uh, run the regular stock mil spec safe, um, uh, safety. Mm-hmm. Um, I run the Magpul bad lever, which is the battery assist device. So instead of having to slam my finger onto that dumb little pad there to slam the bolt forward, right. I can just flip up right through the trigger guard and uh, close my bolt carrier. And then besides that, um, I don't run a bullet button, Mm -hmm. even though the state, you know, well, everybody knows. Allegedly, he does not. Allegedly, people say I don't run a bullet button. Right. In my dreams, though, if I didn't run a bullet button, I would probably Mm -hmm. run a Magpul Enhanced mag release right like if you didn't yeah yeah if sure. i didn't right run the oh, bullet fair button. enough i understand because those yeah. things are pretty sweet they're super they're super tactile right and when they're enhanced it uh you mm-hmm. really can hit it easily with no problem at all yeah um, that's important that's, getting to the stuff's pretty important 
Yeah. You know, so, you know, if you live outside the state of California, you don't need a bullet button. Yeah. I would but if you're here, you do, and you should have one because it's the law. Yeah, it is the law. Yeah. That but you can always law. dream. You've got a Raptor. Is that what you're talking Yeah, the Radiant about? Raptor. The Radiant Raptor. Yeah, same thing I have. Yeah. So uh, it looks That's like it. it looks like you have a forged lower. I do. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know the difference, uh, you can tell the difference between a forge and a billet lower based on the um, the finger guard. Yep. Because the finger guard on forged lowers, uh, they allow you to to swap out that lower piece, mm-hmm. <clears throat> whereas billets obviously all one all one piece. It starts as one one piece of billet and they cut stuff out of it so yep. uh, a little bit different there it's not in a mold like the forge stuff is if you i guess we can kind of get into that now i don't Maybe go too the, deep but well i want to get into the nitty uh, not super deep but i want to get into like the do's and don'ts okay yeah okay? yeah well i can so, just talk about things that i well well yeah. so my background a little bit of my background i guess would be um me and a very good friend of mine uh, a while back, this was years and years ago, um, started up a, a company to customize weapons. Right. Called Dark Alliance Firearms. He's still in business. He's in Las Vegas, Nevada now, if you guys want to look him up. Um, they do some badass Really shit. good shit. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's, a, he's a bad motherfucker. And we did engraving, uh, Cerakote, anything, anything you wanted to do. Yeah, look him up. He's his name's Jeremy. He's a good dude. Uh, brother of mine I've known for. I mean, we've 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 known each other for twenty five years. Good good fella. So, um, in any case, um, learned a lot when we started when we started getting getting down to it. A lot of uh, a lot of a lot of things in terms of what you spend your money on and what you don't when it comes to the AR platform. Um, a lot of do's and don'ts. Uh, if you are going to get into it and build your own, uh, it does not really matter between billet and forged. Um, yeah. There's some differences in weight, and there can be some differences in feel depending on manufacturer. But the one thing you absolutely have to do is match the upper and the lower as far as what if it's forged or billet. Right. Because if it's not... It will move. Yeah, there will be a bunch of side to side clacking going on, and that <laughs> will that shit. and that will fuck you up big time uh, trying to manipulate that weapon. So, uh, I mean, it'll. I mean, you're you're gonna get, you know, stovepipes. Yeah. You're gonna get all kind of shit going on. You just don't want to deal with it. So, whatever you get for the lower, match the upper. People tell you to match manufacturers really not necessary although there are some outliers i mean but for the most part if you do forge to forge billet to billet you're in good shape so make sure you do that above and beyond anything else um as far as guts go cody talked about it as far as the lower parts kit buy the cheapest one you can get no one gives a shit and a trigger's a trigger's a trigger coming from a stock lower parts kit if you want to upgrade, it's going to be a mil spec trigger. It's going to be a mil spec trigger. Um, I would recommend doing all mil spec parts because yeah. uh, mil spec is just different tolerances, lower tolerances, so right. it's going to fit better. Um, generally speaking, it's going to fit better. And then the upgrades 
to the lower internally trigger trigger get yourself a decent a decent trigger get yourself something like a hyperfire right Uh, those triggers i mean i'll tell you my which i haven't brought it up but i'll bring it up uh next week my ar i've spent at least thirty five hundred dollars on because i've got four different triggers three different hand guards two different barrels i've had two or three different bolt carrier groups i mean it is it's ridiculous the amount of money i've spent over the years and that's because we were trying to figure it out man i mean we bought the best shit we bought the cheapest shit we bought all kinds of stuff to check to test and and it was good it was great because it gave us the opportunity to be able to speak about it you know and to really kind of get into you know what it is you need what it is you don't need Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, absolutely. Um, things to spend your money on trigger for sure. Um, get yourself a decent trigger. There's plenty of them out there. I mean, yeah. Hyperfire, uh, we're not getting paid by them, obviously. Uh, Hyperfire is just the one that, that I landed on, and I've told pretty much anybody that asks, I've told to buy that because it's simple. Um, it doesn't have any side to side play because of the way that they've designed the trigger. Right. They've designed it with like a dual spring um, that allows for just uh, a lot of comfort and uh, a lot of stability, which is which is huge. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a problem with my mill spec trigger. Yeah, I mean, and you're if, probably not going to. I mean, it, it, when you get into it, if you spend enough time using it. Mm-hmm. You will learn how to be proficient with the trigger. Right. Now, that being said, if you have a better trigger and you become proficient utilizing that trigger, you're going to be faster. It's all about, I mean, again, you're going to build based on what you want out of the weapon, just like anything, your car, your weapon, your RC car, whatever it is that you like to do, you're going to spend money on, on it relevant to what it is you're utilizing it for so if you go buy an rc car you put it together and you just go rip around on the dirt you're you know the you're probably not going to upgrade you know your motor and your gearing and your suspension and do all this shit but same with a gun if you're going to upgrade it it's because it's it's purpose driven right you know, maybe you want to compete if you want to compete you need a fucking trigger yeah because absolutely. every single person you compete with has one yeah. <laughs> they also have a matched barrel. They also have, you know, a super light uh, bolt carrier group. You know, these these things are all stuff that you that eventually maybe we'll expand on or whatever. But the point is, you know, you decide what you want based on the purpose of the weapon. Based on your yeah. needs. Yeah, based on, you know, what yeah. you want to do with it. So my suggestion would be do a automatic bolt carrier group. Yeah. That's a good thing to spend your money on because honestly, you're talking about in some cases twenty or thirty dollar difference in the price between a semi automatic bolt carrier group and a fully automatic bolt carrier group. Now, <laughs> just so that you guys know, a disclaimer, whatever you want, that does not make your weapon automatic. Okay. <laughs> the automatic bolt carrier group is a stronger bolt carrier it's just group. Just more hefty. Yeah, it's heavier. It's got different material that they build it out of in some right. cases. They treat it differently. You know, there's different treatments that they put on it. It runs smoother. It's capable, allegedly, of being able to shoot faster 
and longer without having any issues. Now, I've broken one in half mm-hmm. after 30 rounds. That apparently was a treatment issue, which they fixed. And I have not had any issues since with the new carrier group. Yeah. Same company, which I won't tell you who. But you guys can DM me if you want, I suppose, or DM us, and I can I can give you some information. But I haven't had any issues since. So uh, I do believe that it was just probably an issue with their, you know, what they said. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, and, and that happens, man. I mean, fuck. It is what it, you build a bunch of these sh- shit's gonna happen optics that's another thing Get that's yourself. probably first and foremost for me if, yeah. if you're gonna put an optic on it you gotta spend your money on it or it's mm-hmm. not gonna be accurate yeah don't buy a 30 dollar red dot and expect that thing to do anything for yeah, you because after seven shots it's gonna be off right and you're never gonna get it back and if you touch it against something it's gonna, it's be gonna off. fall off yeah. yeah it's gonna be off that is important that is probably like he said probably the most important part of the equation here yeah because there's nothing else on this weapon that after shooting it you're not going to be able to tell something's going on so if a if a screw comes loose that's an easy fix if something's not going back if it's not going back to full battery or Mm -hmm. you know there's something loose you know that (coughs) but most people put a red dot on or optics on they start and they zero it and then they never think that there's anything wrong with it. You know, yeah. they don't go, well, maybe it is off or whatever. The expensive optics, the expensive red dots are designed to take a shitload of abuse. Yeah. Right. Aimpoint, EOTech, Trigicon, Vortex. These are just a few. I mean, Trigicon being probably the most expensive or one of the most expensive on the market in terms of yeah. just a single red dot setup. I mean, the Trigicon ACOG. Yeah. is you know between 12 and 1800 dollars it's kind of a hybrid because yeah. it they've figured out technologically that if you close one eye and look through it that it is automatically a 4x optic or yeah it's a weird thing but if you keep your eye open if you have both eyes open and looking through the their acog scope it's going to be one time magnification right. which is just looking through glass right like if you're You're utilizing you're utilizing your red dot and if you close one eye it now becomes i think it's three times yeah depends i think they've got a couple what yeah probably do it's fucking trigicon Mm -hmm. yeah which is crazy to me it is very weird at first to for your brain to kind of just go with it yeah because you don't want to it doesn't want to be you don't want it to be real or whatever yeah. your brain doesn't want it to and be they're real. just using utilizing focal planes yeah that's, that's all they're, they're doing that's how they do it that's all they're doing and, and and you know you guys can look that shit up and try and you know and and kind of understand it more because we're not getting into that yeah shit. but uh yeah i mean the the expensive stuff aim point that's what i have i run aim point pro um, that red dot has been on in my safe for three years and it still runs. That yeah. is their claim to fame. It's used by most law enforcement yeah. or at, a, at the time it did. And the Aimpoint Pro was one of those things where they said you could just keep that thing on full blast and just put it away. You don't have to worry about turning it off. And, it's, and when you pick it up, you're still going to see it. And it's they guarantee it for like three years. Well, it's been on for longer than that. It's still yeah. running. 
So yeah, EOTech. mine has an automatic twelve hour shut off. Yeah, which is smart. Again, uh, Aimpoint designed their red dot for a specific purpose, and that purpose was law enforcement. Right. And as you know, or maybe you don't, but like these dudes are running around, you know, cruising around their cars. Something something goes down, they pull their AR. They don't want to have to worry about trying to turn Holding that motherfucker the on down for three seconds. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's it's a purpose built uh, design. I think the new aim points, man. I could be wrong on this, but I'm gonna say it anyways. One of them is, I believe it's aim point has the sensor. So when the when the red dot is uh, stationary mm-hmm. for more than a certain amount of time, it mm-hmm. turns off. When you have it on this setting. Right. It's like the auto setting. Okay. When it gets moved, mm-hmm. it comes automatically back on. That's pretty dope. So, you know, officer, mm-hmm. uh, street cop comes in. He's got his AR in a center console locked up. Right. After a certain amount of time, it's off. But if he has to pull that weapon, as soon as he grabs it out of the lock, it's already back on. He doesn't yeah. have to worry about turning it on or just leaving it on, which is what they were doing before. Right. Which effectively effectively makes it so that you'll probably never have to you change the battery. You will never have to change the battery. <laughs> yeah. Because they've come up with a, a way of basically not utilizing any power at all. Yeah. Which is very, very cool. I mean, it's, you know, well, Trijicon does their, you yeah, know, they've they got the their iridium. Their iridium, which, you know, basically utilizes sunlight and yeah, stores it. So. Solar. Pretty badass. I mean, uh, EOTech, I owned an EOTech and an Aimpoint at the same time. Okay. Two different uh, different guns. And Jeremy bought an Aimpoint and an EOTech also because we bought two of each. And, you know, we had two weapons each at the time. And we were shooting them side by side, and I just couldn't fucking stand it. I hated that fucking thing. The hollow sights on the EOTech? Couldn't deal with it didn't like it it was it fucking looked bulky i didn't like the way it looked while i was looking down the rifle okay okay? and that is absolutely something that is uh it's a judgment call that it's subjective everybody's different well that eotech thing the eotech's designed specifically for combat especially like Mm -hmm. close quarter combat that's why like the seals use them and all Mm -hmm. the special work and it's a bad motherfucker don't get me wrong around the center ring is like was designed to be your kill zone. Right. No. No. It is. If yeah. you have that thing anywhere on a human body, it's going. They're going down. Right. That was the point. And it's. I'm not saying that it wasn't awesome. I love. Yeah. It's a I badass understand because they are bulky. They're yeah. wider than your upper yes. receiver is. Yes. Yeah. And that to me aesthetically, yeah. I didn't like it. Didn't like it. Yeah. So I get it. So we, uh, we just traded. So yeah. I took two aim. I had two aim points, and he had two EOTechs, and that was just it. Just wasn't wasn't into it. So that's very subjective. You guys will get in, and I'm you go whatever direction you want, but spend your money on optics. Yeah, uh, sp- I mean, you know, really for, as far as the spend your money category, I mean, you don't have to spend your money on a trigger. You can get r- no. real good with a mil spec trigger. No, 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 you don't have to. I, again, you know. but I would say the halves spend your money on your optic. A hundred percent of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I would even go as far as to say, spend your money up for that Radiant Raptor charging handle, the ambidextrous one. The am yeah, the ambi one's dope because it's like eighty bucks. Yeah, it's not cheap. It, it's a in in the AR industry, 
Yeah. Besides the main, like, super expensive. I mean, that's almost the same price as a semi-auto bolt carrier group. Yeah. It actually is. Yeah, it is. You can group. get one for sure. Yeah, yeah. So that's a lot of money that most people wouldn't spend their money on. But let me tell you something. <laughs> you can grab that son of a bitch from any angle yeah. and charge. And it's not going to bend. Right. It does not bend. Because I've seen that. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. I bent them. Yeah. I mean, the cheap ones, again, you're... You could pick a cheap one up for like seven ninety nine. Right. There's some things on the AR that you get what you pay for. And there's some things on the AR that you want to go cheap because the stuff isn't moving around and it's not going to fail. Yeah. It's just like, you know, there's some stuff that you're just... You don't need to spend your money on. Yeah. Right. And I then mean, for me, uh, something I will spend my money on for the rest of the hours I ever build is that... Uh, that reduced angle grip. Yeah, me and you have a different opinion on that. Yeah, well, because uh, I run a sling. Yeah, and all I, the time I run a sling also, but you, if you run a single point sling, it's not as much of an issue. That's where I have it the most. Okay, well, because it sits vertical and you're like this. It's uh, yeah, I mean, so it's subjective. It is subjective. It is very subjective. It, it's some people don't like it because of the angle of your arm or the angle of your wrist when you have it draped. Yeah, on your chest basically. Um, I take that back. A dual point is dual where point. it works. Single point is where it, you're going to have issues. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, of if the you're ang- running because of the angle of the fire. Oh yeah, if you're running a yeah. dual point sling, there's no problem with because it's draping sideways because it's, it's it's angling. It's at a 45 degree angle across yeah, your chest, as whereas opposed to more like a nine on a single. Like a, it's straight, straight up, and up and down. down. Yeah. So again, but again, that's it's also that's subjective. It's also the very sling subjective. is subjective. Yeah, I mean, and there. Let's just say there are about four million companies out there that that make slings. Yeah, so I do. Good luck. Have Enjoy fun. That. Yeah. Find one you Go want. Go buy fifty of them, like I did, and yeah. throw away forty fucking nine of them. Yep. You know, I mean, it, find the one you want. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, that. That's a fucking. Everything else. Um, rails. Rails is all about weight. Rails are all about weight. For the Barrels are all about weight. There are difference. You know, you yeah. can go bull barrel. You can go tapered. Your, yeah. You know. Your muzzle device, <laughs> it's for looks. You can go buy I a... absolutely disagree with you, but go ahead. Well, okay. Yeah. They're, for the most part, in my opinion, they're for looks. Now, there are some that are like, I don't know, $200 yeah. or more yeah. that do direct the flash and the pressure coming out of the barrel in a perfect direction so that you can control your recoil. Mm-hmm. If you use good weapon management, you shouldn't have to worry about buying a two hundred dollar muzzle device. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. And that's also subjective. This muzzle device, six ninety nine. Right. Fuck yeah. Yeah. My muzzle device, not six ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. And I spent on a few of those. Now, I will say this. Uh there's a company called Shadow Valley Weapons, I believe. No idea. I'll have to look it up real quick. They build they build a a uh, device, you want to call it. They build a flash hider, flash suppressor, whatever you want to call it. That if you're building a weapon for your wife, yep, or your mom or your sister or whatever. Uh-huh. And that is probably the one I would recommend. And the reason is because it it accounts for like zero recoil 
and zero upward movement on your shot. Okay. A 223 kicks like a 22, first of all. I don't know. I don't want to argue about the dumb muzzle devices. Cool. It puts some air upward so it pushes the barrel down. Yeah. It also had, recoil. I mean, go go look at them. They're they're interesting. Uh, the way that they're set up, they've got a little uh, a little breech breacher yeah. tool. It's okay. it's actually designed to like put into a chain and hook it into the chain and then shoot so you can blow the chain apart. Pretty dope. Yeah, awesome. And uh, but I have super slow mo video of someone shooting that with yeah. with that particular uh, muzzle device on. And even in super slow motion, that thing, it, it never moves up. Yeah. In a super slow motion on, on this, you would see it move. Don't spend your money on a muzzle device. Mm-hmm. <laughs> spend your money on it. I'm telling you now. It's worth yeah. every penny. Spend your money on it if you can't control your weapon. Yeah. Well, hey. <laughs> Just saying. Um, and then there's, like, the creature comforts, like the bad lever, uh, being able to release your bolt without having to take a hand off the weapon and slap a little tab Mm -hmm. is awesome um your enhanced mag release or if you have the bullet button get the bullet button tool right um so if you're in california buy the bullet button tool it magnetizes to your bullet button Mm -hmm. so that all you have to do is press it right it stays on while it's magnetized to it but you should uh it's a tool to be used when you need to reload right <clears throat> yeah it's worth it yeah worth it it's absolutely worth it i have one there's little stuff like that is going to make your life a hell of a lot cooler yeah much much <laughs> easier definitely definitely uh, uh the only last thing i can say about uh like more creature kind of comfort is the grips some people don't run a grip some people just use the handguard some people use vertical grips right angle grips um i'm a huge fan I'm really going back and forth right now with just doing a finger stop. I've never run a forward grip on any of my ARs. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't tell you why. I just, I could never find one that I was really comfortable with. And, uh, yeah, you probably I benefit like, from a finger stop too. Yeah, probably. I mean, something that. Because all you really need is something to get leverage to pull it back to you. Well, a reference point. Like too. you need a reference point while you're, you know, cause you don't want to think about it when yeah. you're, when you're pulling up on it, you know? So, so, but yeah, so your, your grip is your foregrip is completely subjective, whatever you want, whatever you're comfortable with. Right. Right. Yeah. The AR platform is one of those things that, you know, it was originally designed in what? 1956. Yeah. By Armalite. Armalite. And, they ran into some financial trouble in 59 and sold it to Colt. Yep. And the the modern day AR is is a Colt is designed from Colt basically. Yeah. It's it's based off of the 59 Colt design. So Armalite has a different if you look at their stuff, yeah, it is a completely di- well not completely different, but if you're looking at the break between the upper and the lower there's a there's a huge difference. It's yeah. it's squared off. And it's funny because we still rounded. call them AR-15s. Well, yeah, and well, I'll tell you why. So when Colt bought Armalite, uh-huh. they bought the rights to the name. Okay. So 
they bought AR-15, the right. trademark, right? Which is Armalite Rifle number 15. Model 15, yeah. Model, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's not a fucking salt rifle. Yeah, it's not okay. a salt rifle 15 yeah. rounds or some stupid thing. <laughs> they also they also bought the rights to the AR-10. Okay. Which is the big brother to this weapon. It's yeah. the weapon that's uh, oh, the calibered, yeah, 308, chambered in 308. So, well, that's not true. I guess they've got other calibers now. But the AR-10 platform was designed around the 308. Right. So. But now they have like 300 blackout and all that other shit too. So yeah, I get kind of crazy. But uh, so that it was designed for the military. It was designed uh, to go. It was like America's AK-47. Yeah. Okay. Basically, uh, it was designed for the military. It was designed to go up against you know uh, military forces, foreign forces, whatever you want to call it. Um, it will go through anything mm-hmm. in terms of water, sand, snow whatever don't yeah. matter this fucking thing will shoot so uh but there's a lot of myths around it surrounding it especially for people that don't understand it or don't want to understand it which is generally the case right. but um you know you hear people referring it referring to them as m16s or m4s which is not what we own right m16 is a military select fire ar15 which right means that you can select between fully automatic burst or single shot mm-hmm. okay just so everybody's aware it is illegal to own anything but single shot in the united states unless you have a tax stamp and don't live in california yeah <laughs> there's a few other states too but you have to have an uh what is it the nfa i have uh, no idea nfa stamp um same thing you have to do if you want to build an SBR now, the short belt rifles. Yeah. Um, it has to be in a trust. That's your best bet. Yeah, it has to belong to a trust and not you. Right. And that's literally for legal purposes. Yeah, legal if you purposes get only. If you get fucking sued, you utilize that weapon in the commission of defending a crime or whatever they you know they can't sue you directly i'm right. sure there's some huge loopholes and i'm sure i don't know what i'm talking about but that's the basic rundown yeah. so yeah don't let anyone fool you man it, m16 that's not what we own m4 it's just a version of the military m16 yeah. it's it's just like i said it's uh actually the m4 is a carbine so it's a 14 and a half inch overall barrel where the m16 is 16 overall so mm-hmm and that's your difference. Other than the other major difference is uh, 5.56 as opposed to 2.23, which is the size. Right, we didn't caliber. mention that. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because, like, if you own the military barrel, which you can buy, you can buy a 5.56 barrel, it'll shoot a 5.56 or a 2.23. Yeah, if it's chambered in 5.56, it'll shoot you both. You can shoot both. But it, if it's chambered in 2.23, it will not shoot both. Do yeah. not do that. Here's the thing. It really doesn't matter because 99% of us can't buy 556 five, rounds anyway. Why is that? Because it's military and there's not a whole lot of people that sell it. Yeah, it's not that you can't, it's just you're not going to find it. You're, you're not going to find 556 five, rounds. Go to gun shows you can, everywhere. Sure, but it's military surplus rounds. Yeah. And so a lot of times, I mean, no bullshit, you're going to find 556 five, military surplus rounds, it's going to be fucking steel jacket. It's going to be terrible fucking right. You don't want to shoot that shit. Yeah. 
you know, and, and for anybody that doesn't understand what I'm saying, brass and steel, steel, very different yeah. when, you're when you're shooting case, like when the you're, case yeah, when material you're cases. So, uh, brass is it's soft, soft and it doesn't it molds to up. whatever when the pressure comes back steel steel's very abrasive yeah and it also it's not moving <laughs> yeah so there's there's a lot of downfalls but they figure for military purposes um they're just shooting thousands and thousands yeah. and thousands and thousands of rounds and it's you know when something breaks they just grab another one you know so yep in any case um i would stay away from military surplus rounds it doesn't it doesn't it's not going to benefit you there's no difference no there, there's really zero difference the 556 five, is a nato round yep. so it's the same you know there's a couple other rounds out there in the world that are military you know uh nato rounds those are the rounds that are by nato law Approved. you can officially use them to kill somebody in war yep <laughs> which is fucking hilarious but whatever yeah, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So, so. anyway, steer, steer clear of that. Go with 223. It just it makes more sense. There's there's no reason to do anything else, really. I mean, unless you want to do some, you know, military-specific build or something, which yeah. is cool. I mean, it, you know. Um, yeah. But it's not really necessary, I guess. I got nothing else on this no? big fucking turd. <laughs> hey man i mean they're fun to shoot build one you're yeah, gonna save yourself a sh- you're gonna save yourself a shitload of money i know that much it. yeah i mean uh unless you buy some fucking huge piece of shit you're gonna build yeah i mean you know yeah but i mean fuck you can build one for what about a grand 700 bucks 700 bucks without yeah. the optic yeah you can be oh up, yeah you yeah, can without. be up and running for 700 dollars. sure so i mean like and with some pretty good stuff, mm-hmm. like yeah. If you went like full discount aisle, you'd yeah. probably get one up running for. Six, That's kind of what I told people. I, you know, people would ask me if to build one. You know, hey, can you build one for me? Sure. <laughs> how much you want to spend? <laughs> well, there was two questions I had. Really, it was like, how much do you want to spend? And well, it wasn't really a question. Like, how much do you want to spend? They would tell me what they want to spend, and I said, yeah, build it yourself. I'll do the custom part. Because right. me putting all that stuff together, like us putting that stuff together, it just didn't make any sense. Like, you can get the stuff for cheaper. You can buy your own parts, and we'll just do a cool, you know, we'll engrave it and do a cool paint job, you know. Yeah. Unless you want to, you know, if you you come to me, you're going to spend two grand. Right. And I'll build you a badass weapon. I'll tell you exactly what to get. But most people don't want that, you know, uh, which is fine. I understand. I mean, fuck, if I could build a you know, build a rifle for 700 bucks, go have some fucking fun. That's badass. It's beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, yeah. fuck, have some fun. It's a great thing to get into. I yeah. mean, to have one of these, you should. You should own one. Everybody I mean, should own one. Yeah. I mean, it's a fucking blast. There are yeah. blasts to shoot. Any Anybody in the family can shoot it. Oh, yeah. I, that's the other thing that we didn't really touch on was, you know, I mean, how easy they are to shoot. You know, yeah. how there's no recoil. So, I mean... Yeah, a little to part, no recoil. Yeah, a little no recoil. So I mean, you can throw it on a bench and let anybody get behind it. Yeah, and they can. You can kind of take the. A lot of people are scared of them, so you know. Yep. 
scared of the old black rifle. <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. So, yeah. you know, go have some fun, man. Have a ball. Enjoy it. Oh, man, I'm tired. I don't want to talk to you guys anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can wrap it up, man. This is, uh, that was a lot of information. Yeah, my so. head hurts. Does it really? And I I knew the information. Wow. No, it doesn't really hurt. No shit. Nope. All right. But I am hungry. Yeah, no shit. I'm going to throw some old frozen pizzas in the oven. Fuck yeah, you are. They're delicious. All right, well. Ladies and gentlemen, it was great talking to you. Been a blast. Providing your audio Literally. listening pleasure for the day. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Don't forget to uh, follow, like, subscribe, rate, and review. Nice. Yeah. YouTube. Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes. Did Follow I fuck up it. that too? No. Instagram, Facebook. Instagram, Facebook. We're always putting funny shit on fucking Instagram. Uh, <laughs> so if you need a good laugh, you're having a bad day, go check that shit out. We'll make you laugh. Yeah. And if we haven't put up something that funny that day, just DM us and we'll make you laugh for sure. A hundred percent. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk to you next time. We're out of this motherfucker. Peace out.